Amid the turmoil in Jammu and Kashmir, troops of the Indian Army landed in Kashmir on 27th October 1947. At that time, many Kashmiris saw it as a temporary deployment to keep the peace. But 73 years later, the Indian Army has not only laid down its roots in Kashmir, it is steadily expanding its footprint in the 1,1387 square kilometers of territory. After 5th August 2019, when New Delhi abrogated Jammu and Kashmir's special autonomy, now under direct federal control, the government has removed the last impediments in the military expansion. On July 17th this year, the Jammu and Kashmir administration altered the Control of Building Operations Act 1988 and the Jammu and Kashmir Development Act 1970 for notifying strategic areas for use by the armed forces and regulating construction through what it called special dispensions. The change in law was resented by traditional unionists of Kashmir. The National Conference and the People's Democratic Party described the move as an attempt to change demography and current the entire region into a military establishment. On its part, the Jammu and Kashmir administration claimed that the decision had nothing to do with the transfer of land to the armed forces. Instead, it said that the transfer both acquisition or acquisitions continues to be governed by the existing law and norms on the subject. There is no decision to either transfer any new land or declared areas outside cantonments or army land as strategic, the administration had claimed. I'm your host Sarva Javed. And in this week's podcast of the Kashmirwala, we'll speak about the impact of delusion of the laws and how this will affect the civilian population. I would now like to bring in Athar Parvez, an award-winning journalist based in Srinagar. He has extensively written on environment and climate change. And Raja Muzaffar, RTI activist and columnist, he's an Ecuman fellow and presently undergoing climate action fellowship at Anant National University, Ahmedabad. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Mr. Parvez. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hello and welcome to our podcast Mr Muzaffar. Hello and thank you Sawat uh, for inviting me to your podcast. So Mr Parvez recently the government has made changes to control of building operations act 1988 and the Jammu and Kashmir development act 1970. The army can now notify any area as strategic for its use and even regulate constructions through special dispensation. What do they mean when they term an area as strategic? How would a special dispensation override civilian authority? See uh, when an area is declared uh, strategically significant by the government or by the defense establishment it means that they want to achieve certain uh, objectives uh, through that area or while utilizing that area for example if the government thinks that a certain area is strategically significant for the development it means that the government wants to achieve certain developmental objectives while utilizing that area for example for the road construction or for any other purpose which will uh, you know serve the government better or the people at large uh, similarly if an area is declared strategically significant for the defense establishment or the defense authorities or they want the government to get, get uh, a certain area declared as uh, strategically significant for them it means that uh, they want to achieve certain uh, security objectives through that area and uh, the recent uh, you know amendments which were made to the building operations act and the development act by the government was done uh, by the government as it mentioned that uh, the security people they were facing certain problems quote unquote problems so that's why the government had to do it as regards what kind of you know implications they would have on the functioning of the local authorities i think i will quote the example of dal lake for example if the dal lake is uh, declared uh, strategically significant tomorrow let's assume it is declared strategically uh, important and presently the lauda 
or lakes and waterways development authority uh, which actually determines where construction has to be allowed or not but if it is uh, declared uh, strategically important for the defense authorities so the local authorities would have no local standard i mean they would lose the authority uh, for determining any uh, developmental activity in that area or maybe disallowing any activity in that area so uh, i mean similarly if we talk about gulmarg which is uh, strategically very important by the fact that it is very close to the loc but uh, on the other hand it is a tourism destination and also it is ecologically very sensitive but tomorrow let's assume that the government declares it uh, strategically significant for the defense authorities so it means that the gulmarg development authority which uh, presently determines uh, in which area a certain development has to be allowed or not so they would not have that kind of authority so it is going to have you know far reaching consequences uh, as regards the functioning of the local authorities so mr parvez will this have an impact on the environment given that large tracts of forest might fall under the strategic areas i think uh, before we talk about the impact of uh, these amendments uh, on the overall health of environment in our region in future it's very important to talk about the degradation which has already happened here the kind of degradation uh, which our water bodies and other environmental assets have already been subjected to this entire region is uh, you know environmentally very sensitive we have a network of uh, water bodies we have huge uh, forest resources the kind of uh, wealth which we have in the form of uh, glaciers is absolutely tremendous and uh, the biodiversity all these uh, you know environmental assets uh, over the past many decades they have suffered a huge you know degradation they have come under uh, tremendous pressure in all these years of course uh, in the gob of de- development if we take a look at the dal lake the vula lake river jhelum hukarsar and many other water bodies around us the kind of impression uh, which we get about their health is absolutely uh, disappointing so uh, in the backdrop of these realities um, and the fact uh, that uh, our entire region is uh, quite uh, land scarce it makes us quite concerned about the future of the health of environment in our region and of course when we look at the way environmental laws are implemented here we are aware of the fact that lot of laws do exist on paper but the way they are Im- being implemented is uh, absolutely questionable so when we look at all these things it uh, really paints a very uh, you know grim picture so that's why people are quite concerned about these recent amendments in fact quite recently we had many examples in this regard for example only last year in a matter of few weeks over 700 uh, hectares of forest land were diverted for uh, various uh, Uh, you know developmental projects of course many of those projects would have been very important as we said strategically very important for the government but uh, there were so many uh, of them uh, where there had been many questions so but uh, all of a sudden the government decided that all those projects have to get through so this is how things happen here so that's why people are quite concerned i mean uh, uh, whenever uh, government uh, comes out with uh, you know such ideas so this really makes people very very concerned According to the government the amendment only facilitates fast tracking of the construction of strategic assets in what it described as the overall national interest while observing all environmental norms based on the past experience mr parvez how sure can we be that environmental norms will be followed Yes you are absolutely right when you refer to those bad experiences with reference to the implementation of environmental protection laws or the non implementation of environmental protection laws in fact i also referred partly referred to some of these things in my previous comment but essentially uh, you know what we have been observing over the past many years now is the fact that uh, the government at 
न्यू डेली इज एग्जिबिटिंग टेंडेंसी टू नेबल एट दलरेडी एग्जिस्टिंग इन्वायरमेंटल लॉज इन ए ग्रेजुअल मैनर वन ऑफ द वेरी रिसेंट एग्जाम्पल्स इन दैट रिगार्ड इज इज द ई आई ए ड्राफ्ट नोटिफिकेशन ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी द इन्वायरमेंटल इम्पैक्ट असेसमेंट ड्राफ्ट नोटिफिकेशन ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी सो वट द गवर्नमेंट सेज इन दैट नोटिफिकेशन इज दैट इट वॉन्ट्स टू क्लियर ए नंबर ऑफ प्रोजेक्ट्स डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ प्रोजेक्ट्स फॉर नॉट हैविंग एनी सॉर्ट ऑफ इन्वायरमेंटल क्लियरेंसेज बिफोर दे आर अंडरटेकन बिफोर एनी दंसर्न एजेंसी विच इज एग्जीक्यूटिंग दोज प्रोजेक्ट्स कैरीज आउट द वर्क द कंस्ट्रक्शन वर्क सो दैट टेल्स अस अबाउट द सीरियसनेस और द नॉन सीरियसनेस ऑफ द गवर्नमेंट अबाउट द इन्वायरमेंटल प्रोटेक्शन और द इन्वायरमेंटल नॉर्मस सो येस आई मीन इट विल बी वेरी फुलिश ऑन द पार्ट ऑफ द पीपल और ऑन द पार्ट ऑफ द इन्वायरमेंटल एक्टिविस्ट टू बिलीव दैट वट एवर द गवर्नमेंट सेज अबाउट ऑब्जर्विंग द इन्वायरमेंटल नॉर्मस वुड बी फॉलोड इन लेटर एंड स्प्रिट सो आई थिंक देर आर सो मेनी डाउट्स ऑन दैट फ्रंट Mr Muzaffar in the past how has the army secured land for its use and how has that impacted expansion of civilian residents in Kashmir what is its overall impact on land usage and availability actually army used to acquire land under jnk requisition and acquisition of immovable properties act of 1968 it was enacted by jammu and kashmir government in in the year 1968 before this there was a similar law enacted by government of india but that was not extended to jnk in view of the article 370 so state government of jammu and kashmir would acquire land from local people farmers and then the same would be kind of leased out to army for 20 years 30 years or 40 years this has impacted a lot actually people have been impacted a lot by uh, this land acquisition in past also before the abrogation of article 370 for uh, instance i can quote one instance uh, 4000 canals of land around 800 acres of fertile land was acquired near Srinagar airport in the estate Kareva Damodar by defense estate department in 2011 government paid mere 6 lakh rupees per canal to farmers to the affected farmers while as the market rate in the adjoining areas of Humhama friends called in other places was you know more than 1 crore that time people were paid 6 lakh per canal this land belonged to villagers of rangret kralpura wathora bajru lalgam panzan so they decided then this case was taken to defense estates department it went to government of india and file is still hanged over so they have not taken any decision till date this was this land was actually taken control by army through defense estate department in 1965 and until 2011 they used to pay annual rent through the collector defense to people uh, to adjoining uh, you know people uh, from badgam district uh, many many villages it had a great impact because people lost their limited agriculture land this was a huge area people used to grow you know wheat maize corn so all these kinds of things there so actually we are a land deficit state on the other hand land is being you know uh, acquired for so called development and uh, for defense purpose on regular basis it's not now it is before also even before the you know, abrogation of article 370 land used to be constantly acquired uh, by government for defense purposes so government used to acquire the land then they used to lease out the land to the defense estates department then they used to further provide this land to army air force and other security agencies as per 2016 agricultural census the agriculture land holding in jammu and kashmir is mere 0.55 hectares 
and for Kashmir Valley it's much lesser. So in a place where people uh, were farmers are the marginal farmers. So in such a state constantly acquiring land for uh, you know development and for defense purpose it should be stopped. Then uh, there is one more project was started here ring road project. For that also huge land, chunk of land in district Badgam only 4000 canals 800 acres again is to be acquired by the government and they are paying them compensation which is not even equal to the market value of the land but at the same time the acquiring authority national highway authority of india is paying three to four times more compensation to farmers who lose their land in other states of india now the right to fair compensation law is applicable in jnk also but people but the affected people they are not being provided compensation as per that law while as the law is clear that if land acquisition process has been started and compensation is not paid within two years then the government has to issue a fresh notification. It's true that for ring road construction, the notification was issued in 2017 and by 2019, they had to pay the compensation to the affected farmers. But they didn't pay the compensation. They didn't finalize the process of award. So they have to issue a fresh notification, but they are committing a legal fraud and they are trying to conclude the land acquisition proceedings under the repealed act of JNK, the JNK Land Acquisition Act. While as they claim that after 370 abrogation, people will get benefited, farmers will get benefited, but on the ground, something else is happening. Mr. Muzaffar, what were the provisions under the Jammu and Kashmir Control of Building Operations Act 1988 and the Jammu and Kashmir Development Act 1970? What powers did the state have in terms of allowing or disallowing the army from taking over more lands? There was no provision like strategic areas in these laws in terms of requirement for armed forces in such areas. Land could not be taken by government for defense purpose in civil areas. We don't know what will happen. I blame successive governments also who have be actually who have bruised the local population. Now they are you know yelling and all that. But constantly they have constantly helped the defense estate department to acquire land for uh, you know defense purpose. So they have been doing this kind of thing, but there was no such provision in the law. Actually, I read a news report carried by some uh, you know local newspaper that Chief Secretary uh, said that government is planning to construct a 500 kilometer highway around Kashmir border. The highway will pass through Dras and other areas. It will destroy everything: flora, fauna, forests, mountains. It will impact the wildlife also. And plus, the new environmental impact assessment policy, which was which has been passed by government of India, it will also destroy Kashmir because up to 25 megawatts of hydroelectric power projects they don't need any environmental impact assessment we have examples wherein even 10 megawatt power projects hydropower projects have destroyed environment 7.5 megawatt power project in branwar badgam has destroyed the flora and fauna of the area it's going to be very dangerous situation in the coming years Interesting. Mr. Muzaffar, recently the government has made changes to Control of Building Operations Act 1988 and the Jammu and Kashmir Development Act 1970. The army can now notify any area as strategic for its use and even regulate constructions through special dispension. What do they mean when they term an area as strategic? How would a special dispension override civilian authority? Sarvat, previous governments have also done this. It's not now. There are some provisions and all that. I you know, quoted some examples. But another situation is becoming more worst. 
government had decided to notify certain areas in the union territory as strategic areas to facilitate smooth construction of requirements for armed forces joint administration has made amendments to some laws which were not repealed post article 370 because post article 370 all the laws of jammu and kashmir have not been repealed there are 166 laws which have been saved and joint development act 1970 and building operations act 1988 are among such laws the administration has now made amendments in these laws thus giving power to the cantonment board and armed forces to carry out construction activities beyond the cantonment areas the administrative council headed by lieutenant governor in july this year gave its nod to the proposal amending the control of building operations act 1988 and jnk development act 1970 to provide for a special dispensation for carrying out construction activities in strategic areas they can declare any area as strategic it's also the situation is very very pathetic it's very very dangerous situation the amendments proposed by housing and urban development department will pay for notifying certain areas as strategic areas in terms of requirements of armed forces and in such areas the regulation of construction activity shall be through a special dispensation the move is aimed at simplifying the process procedures and shall facilitate time bound development of infrastructure and strategic importance this is what government claims however government after few days of mending these laws clarified that there was no such decision to either transfer but pdp and national conference had described proposal of amending control of building operations act and development act as an attempt to change demography and turn entire region into a military establishment but in past they also have played a great role especially national conference during 2011 2008 and before that also they have constantly given land to uh, defense estate department under jnk requisitioning and acquisition of immobile properties act and the land was you know given to defense uh, estate department for peanuts a land which cost 1 crore rupees was given to defense estate department for 6 lakh rupees and out of 6 lakh only 4 lakh 80000 rupees has been paid in 2011 when the land rate in the area in homhama and you know friends colony was 1 crore mr wasafar since we are trying to make sense of these amendments do you think these amendments were imperative to facilitate fast tracking of the construction of strategic assets uh, yes they can in past also such things have happened but now it will definitely uh, these amendments are imperative to facilitate fast tracking of construction of stra- strategic assets yes mr wasafar Recently there were reports that the CRPF wanted to build more cantonments and even resorts for its personnel in Jammu and Kashmir. Do you think militarization will increase after this move? How will this impact Jammu and Kashmir's landscape environmentally, politically and economically? Yeah, it's going to definitely increase militarization. We have already lost a lot of land to Hafazar development in Jammu and Kashmir. We ex forests forever for laying transmission lines. I have been raising my voice against that. Fifty-five thousand trees were exed in Pir Panjal forest areas for laying of uh, Samba Amarga transmission line, four hundred forty kvDC. We lost mountains. Our fragile mountains have been blasted to pave way for construction of you know. highways expansion of highways four laning of sirnagar jammu highways on daily basis it gets closed there is a lot of muck muck has gone into chenab river it is being dumped into chenab river kashmir is already on the threshold of environmental disaster now such moves will further strengthen those disasters and all that quite interesting so mr muzaffar will this have an impact on the environment given that large tracts of forest might fall under the strategic areas 
it will definitely have an impact on forest environment wildlife we have examples like mughal road then we have examples of railway construction is going on nh40 on nh44 expansion then 500 km highway they are proposing around border areas so it will be a disaster so people must stand up against this we must seek legal intervention by way of filing public interest litigation we can go to national green tribunals also because already kashmir is shrinking the land uh, it's a land deficit area we are losing land on a regular basis and such moves will further destroy kashmir thanks a lot mr parvez and mr muzaffar and thanks to our listeners for listening to this podcast you can visit our website we are an independent media house and you can go to the section called members you can join there and help us by supporting us because you're the only people that can keep independent journalism alive